Hi, and welcome to Screens in Focus podcast, where we share and connect as we spotlight our favorite shows and movies. I'm Brooke. I'm Diana. And this is episode 104. Today, we're going to be talking about The Walking Dead season 10, episode 17. But before we dive in, I want to know, how are you doing, Diana? I am doing fantastic, Brooke. Oh, I love it. Yeah. How are you doing? Great. Awesome. Yes, it's such a beautiful day. And yet again, on a beautiful day, I get to enjoy this day with you. Oh, thank you. Remotely. I know. (laughs) One of these days we'll get back together. But yes, I'm so excited that our favorite show is back on. Yay. I know. That is so exciting. I just, it came up so fast, like out of nowhere, it just started. And I'm like, oh, yes, we finally have our Sunday night zombie apocalypse show. Yes. I love it. I was so excited. And in this episode of The Walking Dead, Home Sweet Home, we got to see some of our people express their feelings in regards of their siblings. And Maggie spoke of Beth. Oh, I miss Beth. I know. I do, too. I really do. I miss Beth so much. Oh, I loved her singing. I loved her evolution. She was just, oh, I miss her. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, we have Kelly, and she's actively looking for Connie. Mm -hmm. And they shared some experiences. And I want to bring light to maybe a bond or uh, a relationship with a family member, sibling, maybe it's your cousin, mom, uncle. What is one of your fondest memories of your family or friend? There are so many, so many. Yeah. I. It's so hard to choose. I mean, gosh, I, yes. I had so much fun with my family uh, growing up. Um, we just would laugh all the time and and be together and go camping and oh, it was just a lot of fun. But for some reason, uh, thinking back about a fond memory was one time uh, we would go visit my um, uncle and his family that lived mm, about 45 minutes away. And so my mom and my dad would pack me up in the car. And of course, I asked if my best friend, my childhood best friend could go with us. And um, they said, yes, because we're bringing a pig with us. And I'm like, what? And they're like, yep, we're bringing a pig. And I'm thinking, okay, we're going in a car. How are we bringing a pig in a car? Well... We had the type of car that had that back half of the car where there was no seats, but it was just a space. And so you had my mom and dad in the front. You had me and my childhood friend right behind them. And you had this pig in the back. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) And we were scared to death. I don't know. I guess we just hadn't been exposed to a a pig before or a live one that was in the same car as us. (laughs) And at the beginning of this ride, each of us was glued up 
to the seat in front of us. <laughs> and we were like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Freaking out. And at the, oh, wait. And on the way there, we would put these sunglasses on because my mom and dad had their sunglasses on. So Michelle and I found sunglasses. We'd put them on. And as my mom and dad would turn and pass a car, we would turn and pass a car. So it was like four of us with sunglasses. And we were acting oh, like goodness. we were acting like we were so cool. And we had this pig in the back. But by the end, by the time we got to my uncle's uh, house, uh, he had a like a farm type house, you know, had land and everything. And he had animals there. Um we were friends with the pig. We're like, oh, little piggy, and talking to it and throwing little <laughs> kisses at it. We're like, no, we don't want to let go of this pig that we befriended in this 45 minutes. So Aww. anyways, that is one of my fond memories uh, regarding my childhood friend and my family. So it was... Oh, that's so cute. It's really good. It's a really good, fun memory. What about... Oh, fun. What about you, Brooke? What is a fond memory you have? Well, your story is hilarious. Uh, I've never driven in a car with a pig. Um, <laughs> but a few weeks ago, I had a pig come up to me and lay down on my foot. And that was pretty cute. <laughs> His name was Wilbur. Oh, um, of course. Yeah, exactly. This is the cutest thing. And like initially, my thought of my fondest or like one of my fondest memories, it's so hard to choose from, but... Uh, one of the best memories that I'll always remember and hold on to are the, the, the weekends that my brother and I or summer vacation where we would, uh, watch W at the time it was called WWF World Wrestling Federation. Yeah. With Hulk Hogan and, um, Macho Man, Randy Savage, The Warrior, The Undertaker. So we loved wrestling back then. And we would do our own reenactments because we shared a bedroom. And so my <laughs> twin bed was like, you know, right next to his twin bed. And so we'd jump on our beds. And then I'd put my my sweatband, you know, I we'd tie something on our foreheads and our wrists for the straps. And then we'd jump around. And then we'd talk with our personalities, man. Okay, you know, like he was always the Undertaker or Randy Savage, and I was always and forever loyal to the Warrior. Okay, so <laughs> very cool. And we would just wrestle, and it was just so much fun. Uh, and what a great experience to bond with my brother and have those memories that I could still look back upon and and smile. That's so cool. That's awesome. That's a wonderful memory. Thank uh, you. I love Thank you it. for sharing your memory. I love learning about uh, you and your your life. It's it's so exciting. Uh, and I enjoy your stories as well. I love it. I Thank feel like you. I oh I almost know your brother. <laughs> I know. Um, it it sounds like a wonderful memory, and we want to know from our friends out there. What is your fondest memory of a family member or friend? You can leave us a comment on Twitter at in underscore screens or on our Screens and Focus Facebook page. You can follow us on our Instagram, subscribe to our website and YouTube channel. The link is in our show notes. Okay, Brooke, 
I want to know what your overall thoughts of episode 17, Home Sweet Home. Mm, I just love that title, Home Sweet Home. When I think of Home Sweet Home, I think of food, mom's cooking. Yes, yes. You know, just being comfortable. I, I love it. So I, as I said, was so excited about The Walking Dead. I feel like it just snuck up on us so quickly. Like, here it is. And I was looking forward to seeing what happened to Connie. You know, even though watching this episode, I haven't got my answer. I was still pleased to see that we acknowledged her through Kelly. And I understand more about their relationship. So I'm glad about that. I'm just so happy that we had this episode introduction. What about you? What are your overall thoughts? Well, I was really curious to see how The Walking Dead was going to produce these additional episodes dealing with COVID and less actors and the walkers and uh, the concentration on the character stories. But wow, it was it was really exciting. Who the heck are these Reapers and that burly man they met in the woods? I'm like, holy crap, another threat to deal with. I was so thrilled to see Maggie and understand and learn about her headspace. And there was so much anticipation going into this episode with her having to deal with Negan and and being gone for so long. Um, I really liked seeing Daryl's approach to the women in his life and also being introduced to this little guy in a baseball cap. Oh my gosh, it was super heartwarming to say the least. Exactly. Oh man, I was so happy to see Maggie is back. Somewhere I had forgotten that she was even coming back. And so I was like, oh my gosh, I had to do a quick recap, you know, and I'm just so excited about this. So it seems that she had left for her personal reasons and then eventually moved in with another community while the same fears exist. And no matter what, her family will always reside with that original group. I mean, her strength when she sees Negan for the first time, that gave me chills. And then just also remembering what he did while he was a savior. And it's haunting. It's just so hard to believe his redemption and how Carol, you know, had to notify Maggie as to how is it possible that this guy could even have a chance at redemption. So, you know, I have a change heart of Negan. I've always liked his character, but I would say now I look at him differently and I'm wondering if Maggie will be able to do that too. Yeah, I agree with you so much. And but having Maggie there reminds me of what Negan had done. I feel mm-hmm. like through all the episodes when Maggie wasn't there, we saw Negan evolve and change and we grew to like him so much uh, because he is showing his heart, uh, especially the relationships he has with younger people and We've seen him do 
gosh, a lot of good things. But with Maggie there, it really reminds us of what happened. And I I think Maggie's actually handling it very, very well with her coming out of the woods with Judith and just giving him that look. Oh, my God, if looks could kill. And I feel like Negan's a little bit like, oh, man, it's Maggie. Like, And I appreciated that he was taken aback by her. Oh, I've got to worry about this. I've got to deal with this, you know. And uh, he's all, hey, Maggie. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. I could feel like it's like her stare had these like daggers in them. And so that was no words were said from her, but I could feel what she was feeling. So it was very dramatic. But what I really liked about this episode, there was that theme of sisters. We saw it with Kelly wanting to go with Daryl and Maggie and her group so she could be on the lookout for Connie. And I love that we saw a lot more of Kelly in this episode. She has really grown on me. I uh, care about her more now. And then we learn about Elijah and that he lost his sister. And that's having an impact on him. And he seems to be really bonded with Maggie. But he also seems to be building a new relationship with Kelly. So I thought that was kind of cool. And um, we see a conversation between Maggie and Kelly uh, talk about their respective sisters, which was really, really cool. And uh, they're all bonding through sibling relationships. And we learn so much about them because of their stories. So I really liked all of that. Yeah, I we learned more about Kelly. And um, so that was really good. Uh, and like we said earlier, you know, Maggie, we, we talked about Beth, and that just warmed my heart to, to hear Bethy, her name. Yeah. Um, so back to Maggie. Uh, it was really scary while she was looking for her son, and the rest of their group. I mean, there were people out there named the reapers okay that's crazy and it sounds really violent i mean like all i could think of is the grim reaper with the thing yeah and uh they have a sniper in the woods so when he was shot with the arrow he ended up you know self-detonating himself instead of talking i mean he he was not going to give that up and that just reminded me of like those spy movies where they they take the poison yeah. and they will not, you know, they just boom, <laughs> they're gone. <laughs> yeah. Well, so I feel like that was really intense. And, you know, is this like our season's new threat? Yeah. Part of it. Yeah. They're going to have to contend with a lot because we're going to eventually see the stormtroopers too, right? So they're dealing with the stormtroopers over there. And over here, they're dealing with these Reapers. And that guy was scary because they were shooting him with arrows and everything else. And he was just pulling them out like nothing. Like, I know. Like, he like, was. Did he have some kind of serum that, you know, he self heals? Yeah. You know? I don't know. I was scared. I'm like, what? How is this guy just pulling the stuff out and not being affected? It, it was scary. And then he threw 
Daryl like a rag doll and just threw him up against the tree. So like we've got the Terminator in the house. Yeah. That self-detonates because he doesn't even talk. (laughs) Well, he says Pope something. I'm like, what's he saying? What's he saying? What what? does that mean? That was just like his malfunction. (laughs) (laughs) Malfunction. What is going on? (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Um, (laughs) So later we see Maggie and Daryl's conversation. And I thought it revealed quite a bit of where she's been and why she left. But she's not quite ready to spill all the beans. So it'll be interesting to learn about these Reapers and what dangers they might bring to the group. But I do want to say I really like how Daryl handled himself in this episode. He was very observant and patient with Carol and Kelly and Maggie at different times. I I don't know. I really noticed it about him. He waited until... With Maggie, like she was ready to talk. He didn't force anything on her. Um, I thought he was being a buddy to Kelly um, and the sign language with her, which I thought was really cool. And then with Carol, he tells her he's going to try and smooth things over between her and Maggie um, because that, you know, Maggie had divulged. I mean, Carol had told her. Um, what she had done of releasing Negan. So um, I like that he allows them the space and time and that he doesn't say too much, but he is there for them. And I just really loved that. I really did. It was cool. Yeah. Yeah. I like that he told Carol that she did the right thing by telling Maggie. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what other thoughts do you have about the episode, Brooke? Oh, well, obviously, I want to know what else is going on with everyone. (laughs) Hello, Ezekiel, (laughs) Jerry, Yumiko, Eugene, they're held up with those stormtroopers. We haven't forgotten, goodness sakes. Oh, I'm like, what is, I can't wait to see what's going to happen with them. Um, and of course, Connie, I'm like, where, where is she at? You know, everyone's asking, is she alive? Uh, I mean, I, I don't know. The last sight we saw of her, she looked all, Kind of, she was walking with walkers and all dusty. So, gosh, anything could happen now. Yeah. Um, and then also we got to revisit the hilltop after everything happened. And so, geez, that's not looking good. Can't, like, wow, I have to rewatch that last episode of when hilltop fell. I know. Yeah. And then they had to head back to Alexandria eventually. And it was like clear as day visually, you know, to see what the whispers did to their home there because they spray painted everywhere. The walls are down. And um, the last time we saw Alexandria, um, Aaron and uh, I can't remember his name right now, but they're up at the water tower or the lookout tower. And the place was crawling with walkers. So it's just all a mess and they have to rebuild that. Judith, I'm, I'm concerned for Judith. You know, she's caught up in a place where Aunt Maggie and her friend Negan may have some problems. And I'm just so curious as to what will happen with that. And I can't express that enough because poor Judith has been through so much. And I'm glad that she has Aunt Maggie back, uh, since her mom is MIA. And, um, you know, I think she's like the next closest person to judith's uh life 
her entire life. So I look forward to that. What about you? What else have you noticed in the episode? Well, it started out with Lydia's narration at the beginning, which I thought was a really good jumping off point uh, for this episode. It helped confirm what had transpired with the group. So I, I love that. I love narration. I just, it gives us so much information. Also, there was some good Walker killings for it being, you know, COVID production. When they were in that area and they got to that container and they were trying to keep the uh, walkers in and Maggie got cut at that point. Uh, I thought for a second, we're like, oh my God, did she get bit? But we knew she didn't, or I I really didn't think she could, but, you know, we saw that big, uh, she was bleeding, but, you know, she's holding it and then Daryl comes running and he's holding it. And then Elijah comes and they're really pressing on that. And then they squeeze that walker head and it's all poof. Yeah. It's so, just um, so, you know, I can't forget about those walkers and uh, the effects in this are just really good still. So I really appreciated that. And um, I like that we learned a bit more about Elijah. And I'm not sure why he wears the mask. I'm curious as to why, because he's got a great face. So you would think he's was hide something on his face, but um, unless it just makes him feel comfortable to have it. So I'm curious about that. And of course, Herschel in the tree. Looking like his daddy with his ball cap on. Aww. I mean, Glenn is, yeah, my number two man. So, uh, oh, just, I just thought it was such a great tribute to Glenn. So it was precious. I know. Okay, Brooke, we are at and the award goes to segment. So I want to know, what was your favorite quote, character, or moment? Oh, yes. Well, I've got my eyes on Kelly this episode. Her valor, her integrity, holding herself together with the hope and determination of finding her sister. Her sister taught her everything. So she will do anything to find her. And I really hope that she does. So I'm just... I'm rooting for you, Kelly. You can stay strong. You could do this. How about you, Diana? Who or what is your favorite quote, character, or moment? I love yours, by the way. I love Kelly. I, oh. I, I'm telling you, this this episode really highlighted her for me, and I uh, I really like her, and nothing better happened to her. <laughs> That's what yeah. I got to say about her. Uh, So I give my award to Maggie. Uh, When she walked into Alexandria with the song You Want It Darker by Anita Lester, it was so very cool and badass. Maggie smiles and holds Herschel's hand and says, yes, this is our home. She walks by Negan and everything is in slow motion, which adds to the intensity. She looks so cool with her hat and her arrows. And I'm so glad Maggie is back. I just thought it was just the coolest moment to me. And that song, I had to go look up the song and I love the song. And I read somewhere that that song is a Grammy-winning song that came out just like a year or two ago, maybe. And oh. so um, it was a cool song. I love it when 
The Walking Dead showcases these great songs and incorporates them. And it just gives that whole feel and atmosphere. So that is who I give my award to. That's great. I loved that scene when uh, she was walking in there, too. And uh, I thought she looked quite tough. But you know what else I really liked about Maggie this episode? Uh When she was looking up at the tree, when she saw Herschel up in the tree, just a smile on her face. Yeah. When she found her baby. I love that. Yes. It was still so delicate and innocent. Like, they're over there killing people and stuff. Or, you know, like that weirdo. He killed himself. But still, like, they're all surrounded by this death. And then she looks up in the tree, smiling at her baby boy. So, you know. So I have a question. He did little Herschel take off and just hide and like they didn't have him, it would appear, maybe. So so the the two girls that were shot by the sniper, mm-hmm. uh one of them, I guess, she was pointing that direction and um Maggie was saying, Oh, I think she was trying to tell me that Herschel yes. is that way. Right. So I think uh, that I am assuming that they got separated and then Herschel just went up high because he knew how to do that. Yeah. Or maybe she taught him. Yes. Like a little lion just to get up there. Yeah. And wait for mama. <laughs> I know. That was so cute. Mm-hmm. It'll be good to see him. Oh, my goodness. This first episode was awesome. So, yeah, yeah, it was good. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for your thoughts on that. And so now I would like to know, switching gears, what are you currently watching? Oh, I was so excited. I I was hoping to um, have finished my new show. But, of course, my kids, they always want to hijack the TV on <laughs> Friday night. So I have one more episode left and I was, I was like, Oh, I get to finish it tomorrow night. And then when the day came around, I'm like, Oh, it's Friday. I can't watch my show. My kids are be up. Anyway, I have one more episode left of the new Netflix show, Ginny and Georgia. And I think it is great. It is about a, single mother or well she's currently a widow and she's got these two kids and one of her children is biracial she's in high school uh, so we get to see how they focus on both mother and daughter and their individual paths that they're taking after this tragic tragic incident uh, of her losing her spouse and re- inventing themselves, settling into their new place, and the struggles, the drama, the love, the laughter. It's interesting to watch. It's fun to watch. Um, I can relate to both mom and daughter, and she has a son. So you find a place in your heart for all these characters, and I think a lot of people can enjoy Ginny and Georgia on Netflix. I just started watching it. So I am Oh cool. I'm enjoying it, but I'm not that far along. So Oh it's it's fun. You know, like it's 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 atypical of a show for me to be sitting down watching in my evenings. I'm like really big in the suspense type shows. And so this one was a different tone. 
but I was okay with that. And I'm just trucking along. You know, there's certain parts that I really do appreciate. So I really think that it's, um, it's trending right now. So check it out. Uh, the, the movie that I recently watched, um, and that, this one is on Hulu. I believe that's where I watched it. And this one's called Antebellum and it's with Janelle Monet and she is a, in current time, a, an author. And she is, I believe she's like a doctor in education for, um, maybe African American studies, human rights. Like she's a powerful author. And there's a twist. This movie is a psychological thriller, especially for the characters in this. I don't know what to even call it, but it's like, it's just totally, you, you feel so bad for the people that are experiencing, um, this life. And I, it's so hard. I cannot tell you about this, um, the details because the twist, I want you to be able to experience that on your own. Um, all I could tell you is that this author, um, you know, she speaks of the African American society and there are, there may be an organization that disapproves of her strength and her power of her words. And so she, uh, somehow is in a time of slavery. So they introduce that as well. So it's a twist that I can't even <laughs> dive into with you because you have to like feel this, uh, for yourself. But there's modern time, like current or, you know, millennial time period. And there's also the time period of, uh, the civil war. So that's, it's, it's a, it's a really good movie. It's twisted, but it's like, it has you. It has you. Oh, cool. Yeah. And she is such a talented actress. Janelle Monet was in, um, wasn't she in Hidden Figures? Thank you. Thank you. Yes. She's in Hidden Figures. So she was just outstanding in Antebellum. I think I've seen her in several movies recently and I can't think of them at the moment, but uh, she's making more and more movies. Yeah. 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 She's amazing. This movie was, this was trippy. Yeah, it was. I, I wanted to, you know, it's so hard because I, my kids take Friday and Saturday night. So I had to, I have to watch, you know, uh, during the week, but I like really needed that focus because I'm like, okay, <laughs> this, this looks like it's going to be really good. Yeah. And it totally was. So I highly recommend that too. What about you, Diana? What have you been watching? Well, I started watching the HGTV Design Star Next Generation, and I saw the first episode, and it was really good. I really like the show, and it's uh, come back on, and it's funny because it, it reminded me of you, Brooke, just um, 
in that design style. And and I texted you after watching this. I'm like, oh, you should watch this. But what I've discovered is that you have to have Discovery Plus to watch the additional episodes, which I do not. So I was a little bummed about that. And I'm hoping that somehow I'll be able to watch the rest of the show because it really is a fun show to watch and and see these uh, designers um, and in a competition uh, show. So um, hopefully I can get back to that. And um, but it it really was off to a good start. So I really appreciate that. Um, that show. Uh, and WandaVision, uh, we've both talked about this in the last couple of uh, podcast episodes, but we finally had the finale. And I just want to remind people that this show is so darn good. And if you're a, a Marvel fan, uh, this MCU uh, universe, uh, you need to watch this. It's so important and it's so good. And I just love the show, and I can't say enough about that. So please tune in to WandaVision. Um, I also started watching Alan versus uh, Pharaoh. It's on HBO Max, and I have one more episode that will air this Sunday. Uh, this may be hard to watch for some. Um, it's about Woody Allen and Mia Farrow and accusations. Uh, it's hard for me to say too much about this. I just want to say that I'm watching it. It's very eye-opening. Uh, it has to do with... Um, well, okay, Woody Allen married his adopted daughter. Yeah, but that that's part of it. But, you know, it's, it's claimed that he molested his adopted daughter. Oh, and then just kind of like mind trapped her into marrying him. No, that's the other daughter. Oh, well, this guy should have been locked up a long time ago. Yes, Brooke. There's so much going on that I just feel like people just need to watch it, but realize that you're watching, you know, about uh, molestation. So uh, if you're okay with watching that, I would say watch this. But I mean, Woody Allen has made, you know, so many movies, brilliant movies, and people have watched them. And Mia Farrow is a famous actress. And uh, so I couldn't help but tune in because I really wanted to see it for myself. So it's very revealing. So if you want to watch it, it's on HBO Max. Uh, Also, um, on a lighthearted note, uh, the voice came back on American Idol came back on I love my singing competition shows. And if you love singing competition shows, you should be watching this. The voice has great singers, but the judges really make the show too. They're just so funny. They have this great chemistry. And then you have American Idol where uh, the judges are fine, but uh, it to me that highlights more of the singer. And uh, I like hearing the backstories of these singers and he- he- listening to their talent. And man, some of these young people have the most amazing voices. And so um, so tune in to either one of those shows if you like singing and uh, competition shows. But the movie I would like to talk, tell you about is on Netflix, and it's called I Care A Lot. This movie had me dealing with a knot in my stomach for most of the film. I was so enraged by the cunning cutthroat manipulation of a court-appointed guardian, Marla Grayson, played by the impeccable Rosamund Pike. And the way that she 
preys upon the voiceless elderly people in her care. Man, Marla has to quickly up her game when she picks the wrong elderly person, played by Diane Wiest. Uh, to pounce on. So this is a dark comedy. It is highly entertaining and it keeps you on the edge of your seat the whole way through. It's a great screenplay. Uh, Peter Dinklage from Game of Thrones, one of our favorite characters, is uh, also stars. Um, and again, this is on Netflix. I care a lot. I really think you should tune into it. It's very good. Awesome. Thank you, Diana. Thank you, Brooke. Thank you for all the movies or the shows that you've watched. Thank you for your insights into The Walking Dead. And we can't wait to break down the next episode with you. But for now, that's our show. Thanks for tuning in. We are grateful you tuned in and we hope something we said today resonated with you, gave you a chuckle, some happiness, some positivity or inspiration. Please subscribe to our website and follow Screens in Focus and tell a friend. We would love more members of our TV club. If you could rate and review our podcast on Apple, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast, we'd appreciate it. This will help other listeners find us. Yes, thank you. We'll be uploading a new episode in a couple of weeks. Our next show will be on The Walking Dead Season 10, Episode 19 and 20. You can find our website listed in our show notes. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.